All right, this is the Gun Dog Notebook episode 17 with Lee Lee Milner. Um, this is a very, 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 very influential episode. I'm glad and honored and all of that jazz uh, as far as to have her even on here. This is a big step in the right direction, uh, especially coming off of Ruger's first hunt test. So we'll kind of get into that and a couple of other things. And um, I don't know, this this episode kind of took like a metaphysical route, like a, I keep saying that, but maybe it's not that, like a, I mean, it just got real deep, like it just got real, 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 real deep, and uh, I want you guys to experience that like I, like I experienced that within the podcast, make sure you pay attention now, uh, you know, this was, this one, this one here is a good one. And we are legit friends now. This is this is a whole friend. And I'm going to be bugging her through text message and social media and stuff like that. Because, um, yeah, I made a swear. Not swear on it. But I made her uh, commit to it on the podcast. You guys heard it. You recorded it. And I'm more than honored to have her on this podcast. Especially given the history. Especially that that just knowledge that she dropped and everything that came with it. So I hope you guys get something from it. And, uh, you know, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, comment. If you can do it, please do it, guys. As far as this podcast goes, that helps me out a ton. We are trying to get a Patreon thing going. So just look up the Gundog Notebook podcast on Patreon and, uh, Let's just get her done, man. This is this this is bigger than me. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than everybody else. The only thing that it ain't bigger than is the dogs, because that's where the focus is. So I hope you guys really, really, really enjoy this one, especially as much as I did. All right, this is Lily Milner coming up. It's Gun Dog Notebook episode seventeen. Stay tuned. Miss Lily Milner. <laughs> Hello. All right. Um. First of all, I I never got why you called why you go by Lily. Is that actually a go? <laughs> yeah. I I had to ask you. No, I mean everybody does. It's fair. It's fair game when you go by Lily. Um, my real name is Lee, and when okay. I was a kid, my nickname was Lily, and I just kept it. Um, I liked it more than Lee. It's unusual it's, uh, it's cool just, it's just more fun i liked it more so yeah. yeah well your laugh matches your name how about that well, it's thank very you. fun thank you <laughs> you have a you have a very good like hearty laugh so i appreciate thank you. that yeah thank you. um all right all right all right so 
what I wanted to do, um, and it what's also really cool about this is you are in Tennessee, and none of the people that I ever listen to or even kind of deal with as far as like information, uh-huh. aside from my new hunt test buddies and stuff, um, yeah. none of them are down in the South, so you're down here. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, yeah, I'm here. I'm holding down the fort just like you are. Thank you, because... <laughs> I, I and there are fifty million dog trainers down here, but everything that I see online, everything that I look up, they're all like out west or you know up mm-hmm. north or something like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I don't, we don't get these infamous duck seasons down here. But I think, don't you? Y'all have some pretty good duck spots we in Tennessee, right? We have pretty good duck hunting over here. You should come over here. Okay. Yeah. If you want to see some ducks? <laughs> come over this way. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> you take. Gotta get in the central flyway. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take yeah. you up on that offer. Um, mm-hmm. in this next season, because, um, and I go to, I'm gonna start going to Kansas every year too for ducks. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Kansas was cool, and uh, my dog got his first wild quail out there. We do a lot of upland and pen birds and stuff, and then uh, we got a few ducks, and we brought back two. So it awesome. was cool. It was cool. But I'm going to look. You let me know when you want to go hunting in Tennessee, and I will be there. <laughs> okay, you got it. You um, got it. We can make that happen. All right, now. Um, and back on that, before I even get to the specifics of the question, you had a side by side in uh, mm-hmm. in that photo. It's like the 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 Lily Milner photo. I see that. I it just yes. it define. It's like a defining moment photo type deal. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> One of my favorite photos. Right. Yeah. It's a cool photo. Uh-huh. Um, so you actually hunt with that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. It depends on what I'm doing. Okay. So, that gun, honestly, it it kicks horribly because it has a really short barrel on it. Mine um, did, too. <laughs> but I'm a sucker for a beautiful gun. Yep. So it's one of those guns, if I'm going to, it's also really lightweight, so it's great for an upland day because okay. I'm little. I'm yeah. not the strongest girl in the world. <laughs> yeah. So so I don't like carrying a heavy gun around. Um, and it's great if you're going to be out in the field and you know, it's just like a light hunt, nothing major. Um, uh, I will take it duck hunting if I'm sitting in a blind and like not, you know, it just depends on how I'm hunting and what I'm doing. I'm okay. a little bit that, that gun I love just cause it's pretty. Yeah. And, but as far as the practicality of it, there are other guns that probably are smarter to hunt with. Well, so. I put it like this cause I duck hunt. I I duck hunt with an 870, or what they call it, a fence post, I think is what they call it. But, yep. uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, I just got a, um, over under, um, from TriStar. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang, like you, you must really know how to hit really well if you duck hunting with. <laughs> I was like, damn, she's yeah. good. <laughs> consistent shooter I'll be honest like some days I'm really good and some days I'm really shitty like it just depends (laughs) (laughs) I was just like wow like you know when somebody comes out to a duck hunt with a side-by-side you know they mean business so you know I just do it to intimidate other people okay (laughs) well look you it it worked because that was the first thing that I noticed I'm like ooh. Very serious, as you can tell. I take myself very seriously. <laughs> no, I just like pretty things. Let's be real. Okay, well, look, I'm with you there. 
I'm with you. There. <laughs> it may not be practical, but it sure is pretty. <laughs> Man, yo, that when I tell you that that was that was the defining moment in that photo. I was like, ooh, she brought a. Did you know? Mm-hmm. You, and yep. a, you and the ducks want with a side by side. Okay, uh-huh. she is yep. real. <laughs> she was born for this. Like, <laughs> oh god. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, that is mm-hmm. you are the you are officially the funniest person I've ever met in this whole thing. It, we haven't even I been mean, on the phone you know, five I'm, minutes. I, I named my Labradors. I have one named Goose and another one named Duck. Like I don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, just name them after their job. That's fine. You know, I like to keep it simple. Just keep yeah. it simple. Don't think too hard uh-huh. about it. Just nope. you know, mm-hmm. ride with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I uh, I named mine Ruger. I looked at my gun and I was like, oh well, I got one yeah. one on one side and the other on the other side. So hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yep, that'll it, work too. They worked out. Like I I mm-hmm. didn't have to remember anything. I already got a reminder of it. It's fine. So, oh my gosh, I feel I follow, this. I follow you on Instagram, and I've seen Ruger. How old is Ruger? He is 16 months old at this point. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I thought he was, he's pretty, he's younger. Yeah, yeah. he, yeah. he's a, a criminal, man. He's, he's a whole criminal. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, at that age, they will try you, that's for sure. Yes. How about yours? Oh, How yeah. old are yours? Well, Goose is an old lady. She just turned nine okay. about a month ago. Um, so she's pretty chill and listens. Uh, Duck <laughs> is a year and a half. He's almost two. So he's, he's over that point. Like in the last two months, he's really started to just be like, okay, we are on the same team. Yeah. I'm going to work with you. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> oh my God. It's not for me to work with you, not against you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, just, just pray for me right now. I please. will. I will. I understand. I feel your pain. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, damn, you talented. But Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. help us all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nothing like Labrador. Nothing and like and, Labrador. and it's all love. That's the thing. It's nothing but pure, like, unfiltered love. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Lord, it, they, I mean, they, they send it to you like a ton of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do. I'm they like, definitely do. I'm like, dude, dude, I don't need that much love, and I, it, you can, you can, we can trade some of that love in for some of this training that we've been doing. I need you to cash some of that in. <laughs> just, just give him a few more months. Just okay, I'm gonna stick give with it. Give him a few it. more months. Yeah. I, I, I say every day to him, boy, I'm gonna put you on the auction block. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I say it all the time, and. um it was funny. My father-in-law, he laughs at me every time because I say it to him, and he is just absolutely in love with him. And uh, he's just like, "You ain't gonna do it if you put him on the auction block. I'm gonna come and buy him. How about that? So now you still got to deal with him." So <laughs> I like his strategy. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, oh, shoot. Okay, well." And then he'll go out and do something great, and I'm like, "Oh, well, that's my dog. That's what I wanted. Cool." Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, um, he ended up passing his hunting test this weekend. So That's, I saw on Instagram. Congratulations! Oh well, thank Very you. Exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> thank How you. How was that? How was your first hunt test? Oh my gosh! Um, so 
I'll, I'll try to quickly go through it. But mm-hmm. all right, first the the two land retrieves. The first one, he marked it. He saw it. Everything was great. Gun went off on time. Went there, brought it back. We still need to work on the 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 bringing back to hand. It's not as mm-hmm. consistent as I want him to be. Um, and then the second bird on land, what ends up happening is, um, I blow the duck call, they blow, they respond back and they throw the, they, uh, launch the duck gun doesn't go off. There's a click. Uh-huh. So of course, Ruger with his puppy attention span, uh-huh. it just goes out the window. And so I, and, and the duck's down. And so I have to send him. And he refires the, uh, of course, he refires the gun and all of that stuff. And so I sent him out. Ruger gets about 10 feet away from me, maybe 15. And it's like, I'm going to start hunting. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go further out. I'm going to just start hunting. And he's not hunting for a bird. He's hunting for a pea spot. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my gosh. So my just whole thing is on camera. And so, um. I'm sitting there, and so I finally, you know, he finally finishes doing his business, and he looks at me, and I start handling him back. At the time, I didn't know that I could verbally handle him back because I didn't hear uh-huh. that. Well, it worked out, so I handle him, and I'm, I send him all the way back far enough. He picks it up, brings it on back, and the judge was like, well, dang, Naya, he uh, sure did recover himself now, didn't he? <laughs> I was like, God, boy. And I mean, like, for what was maybe two or three minutes, felt like an hour yeah it just just felt like a whole and i was like are you because every other time we do pheasant shoots quail hunts we do all kinds of stuff and he is like an awesome hunting partner Uh and i'm just like are you really about to fail a simple mark dude are you really about to fail that (laughs) dogs they will humble us yes (laughs) yes and i was just like and so then we go to the water retrieve same thing happens First retrieve is great. He sees it, marks it, swims out there, brings it on back. Um, it, it was like the land retrieve, literally just in the water. And then the second one, he hears it, he sees it, everything like that. But instead of not cheating and just taking that straight line to the bird, he runs five or six feet along the bank and then goes into uh, into the water retrieves it brings it back and they don't dock them for it of course but i was just like dude again w- you never do that <laughs> so I, I don't i don't know what it was but he passed i'm happy for him proud of him but it you know as soon as as soon as we got out of there i was like ah it's back to the drawing board <laughs> well it depends on what your goals are yeah you know, yeah. I mean, if your goal is to pass a lot of hunt tests, great. But if your if your goal is to have a great hunting dog, eh, it was a training opportunity, right? And that's and that's interesting. That's kind of one of the things I wanted to ask you about, um, just to go into it. Like, and I like hunt tests. I love the community. Don't get me wrong; those are my buddies, <laughs> um, and I learn a lot there. But, you know, I got into this as a hunter. Like, nobody taught me how to do this. This is, I'm literally first generation in my family that, you know, has gone down this path. It's, and I don't really want to hunt with anybody else but my, you know, if my dog isn't there. Yep. And so, um, 
you know, it's this, it's this really addictive thing. And so then I, I find out that, oh, shoot, my dog can actually pass a hunt test. Huh. All right. Well, <laughs> let's yeah. let's see what this might happen to. Like, I'm just kind of I'm like a kid in a candy store right now. Totally. Yeah. And that's how you should be. Try yeah. it all. Do it all. Go OK. It. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you know, so I guess what what has been your experience with that? And I guess maybe this will kind of help segue into it just what's your whole background with uh field sports and gun dogs and your history yeah. with hunt tests um so let's okay so keep in mind my dad is robert milner okay mm-hmm. so that like we'll get that, into that too yeah <laughs> so i was brought up with a specific type of thinking about dogs and labradors and how they're supposed to behave and what they're supposed to look like and um, field trials and, you know, field trials in England versus field trials in the States. And so I have probably a pretty different perspective than a lot of people. Um, yep. as far as hunting, I hunted some as a child, but I didn't love it. You know, I spent most of my time riding horses. That was more my thing. Okay. Um, I started hunting again more as an adult with women friends in New York. You know, they made it fun for me. And, um, so, and that's, that's a huge reason why I started Girls with Gun Dogs is because I want to create, I'm hoping to create kind of like a social network and social opportunities for women to get together and do things, not just work dogs. Like I don't, I started with dog training, but I'm trying to hopefully this fall move into more just like outdoor experiences. Yeah. You know, I want women to actually hunt. That's my ultimate goal and get outside and do more stuff in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, but the dogs are just sort of like an easy, neutral starting point because most people love dogs, right? Right. right. So um, that's kind of like my, just briefly and very broadly, like that's my background. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I've never done a hunt test. I have, you know, I've been to them when I was a child years ago. I barely remember them. I've watched videos of them, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I have been to field trials in England. And I uh, was brought up following that style of field trail much more so than the American style. And I don't want to get into whether one way is better than no, the other. No, let me just say this, though. <laughs> let me say this, and I'm going to let you keep going. Yeah. I literally watch, um, I have the thing, an addiction on YouTube. I watch yeah. the Field Sports channel and all of that stuff with Mr. Crow and mm-hmm. all of those guys. Yo, when I tell you that is the... That's like, I look forward to the episodes that come out. So please continue to feel free to elaborate. Yeah, so, um, you know, English field trials, the dogs are off lead when they're working. They're at heel. They're quiet in the line. They're not allowed to make noise. Um, Everybody's lined up. You're walking forward in a field. The birds are getting driven up, shot. And then the dogs are individually sent for the bird um, and then brought back. The judge is on the line. There are all these rules as to how you can get eliminated, um, and the dogs will get eliminated right there if they don't do everything the way that they're supposed to. I mean, it is, like, very, very tough. The dogs have to be um, impeccable to pass. Like, it's so, you know, I'm, I'm used to seeing that kind of dog behavior and that kind of expectation for your dog. Right. Um, and, you know... And that's all geared more towards British style of hunting, too, which is a little bit more in line. You'd say with a, a little bit more in line with upland hunting. Right. Um, 
So it depends on, you know, with your dog. What I say to people, because as we know, people get so damn opinionated. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy. So, yes, um, they do. So what I tell people is, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do with your dog. But I am going to ask you these questions. What do you want to do with your dog? What's your ultimate goal? How are you hunting? What kind of hunting dog do you want? What's going to fit into how you live your life? Right. right? Right. And then you decide those things. You pick that dog. And then the training part, there are a zillion different ways to train the same dog. You can go ask 15 different trainers and get 15 different answers. Yep. At the end of the day, if you're training the dog, this is your dog. So you decide. Mm -hmm. um, and... You know, if you have a question, I can give you, like, hey, I might try this, but it may work, it may not, right? But it's not going to be, you have to do it this way. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> no, yo, I really appreciate this. Seriously. Yeah. Yo, yeah. like, there, there, because it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because you're somebody that, again, like you said, You've seen, you know, American, you've seen, you know, British field trials, you've seen all of these like extremely high standard, um, you know, dog tests. And you have this very relaxed attitude about, um, you know, just about training dogs and interacting with your dogs. And I totally agree with it. I'm, I'm there because, you know, and that's and that's been my battle. And it's kind of hard to uh, not fall into the you know, the, the fever, I guess. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very hard not to even now. Cause I'm like, damn, like my, my dog just passed this test. Ooh, what else? But I have to remember what I went into it for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, you know, honestly, like I'm also a therapist and a life coach. Like that's such a reflection of life. Too. Yeah. Like we do so many things that can externally validate us. But like at the end of the day, you got to think about like, why am I here? What are my motivations? What's my purpose for this? Right. And stick to that. Right. Um, cause so many of us get off track from where we're supposed to be going because of things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yo, like that's your, uh, you're speaking the truth. What's crazy is my wife is sitting right next to me and she's really <laughs> into like life coaching and things like that. Oh, awesome. And so she's listening and she's like, Oh, like her face just lit up. She didn't want me to say anything, but hi. Hi. Thank you. Great. Thank you. <laughs> she actually, she left a comment to you on uh, Instagram. Also she, actually uh, like, again, I saw that. I yeah, saw that. yeah. She yeah, just, yeah. I mean, she just lit up. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So that's it. cool. Um, all right, so yeah, but th like that's that's the way that I wanted to approach things. So let me ask you this, and I was reading about um, your life coaching practice, and you and it started because you mentioned it to me uh, the other day, and I was like, life coach, huh? Well, my <laughs> wife does it, and she's really into it, and just really into the, um, you know, like the the metaphysical of things, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah. And, and the subconscious and so on and so forth. And she's got this great Same initiative. Y'all, look, can I just seal our friendship? Can we just seal yeah. our friendship right here? I've got you, look, I've got you on, I've got you on the line now, so you can't back out now. No, I, I agree. I accept. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so I we have a lot more conversations, and I have to come visit you. Uh, and Tennessee is right there. Yeah, so that'd be great. yeah, I yo, you are a very good spirit, man. Yeah. Seriously, well, thank you, thank you. Um, but you um in your practice of uh, and I was just reading stuff on your website, girlswithgundogs.com, right? Yep, you got it. Cool. Um, so I was reading it, and in the life coaching section, I I. Think and quote me if I'm wrong. You made mention mm-hmm. of dogs um, and healing, and mm-hmm. like talk about how they coexist. Dogs and healing. Yes. I'm literally. You cannot have a dog. Like if you have a dog, there is a healing process that happens. Anything from, um, if you've never had a dog before and you aren't great about taking care of yourself. You get a dog, you suddenly have to get up every morning, take that dog outside, take it for a walk. You suddenly have a routine, a schedule, some accountability in your life. That's healing right there. And then it can happen on, you know, even deeper levels where, you know, if someone experiences a loss or a trauma or they have social anxiety, if you have a dog, if you have social anxiety, you have a dog, you go out in public, people come up and pet the dog, and that's your introduction. You don't have to worry about, like, starting a conversation. So there's – they just having a dog is a healing experience regardless. It will do something for your life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, what's interesting about that, um, Ashley just brought up my grandma who actually just passed away a couple of weeks ago. And – uh I'm sorry to hear that. No, I I, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But we were we were thinking about it, and my grandma had two Chihuahuas. I mean, she's had other mm-hmm. dogs and stuff like that, but it was Chico, and then she had she had Bubba. Now, of course, he's with my granddad, and um, and she had so, and that's probably my uncle. My uncle Dub said that's why I have such a, a deep drive to have dogs because my grandma had dogs. Um, and she always had them, but these two dogs I specifically remember her having, and I mean, she had such a special bond with those dogs, and I mean, they it 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 was like there was you when you when she had them with her, you can see what was going on in between them, and so even Bubba, like when when she passed, there was this weird, yeah, she had she passed from uh, Alzheimer's dementia, and um and so but even in that mental state Mm -hmm. she always knew her dog yeah yeah you know even in Mm -hmm. that mental state so it um i believe it you know it's it's crazy like what type Mm -hmm. of impact that they have on us um and so me myself that's kind of why i got into hunting because I've always been interested in it. Nobody ever did it in my family. I was like, wow, that's really cool. Went to school with a lot of people that did, and I never got a chance to do it. So now it was like, you know, I'm, I'm like literally feet, both feet in, head first, all mm-hmm. of that stuff in it. Yeah, and, that's great. You know, I wanted to, I have this thing about dogs. I've always had it ever since I was a kid, and I've had a few um, prior to. There was a big gap, and then now I have, you know, the dog I, had, I have now. And um, there's this very powerful connection that, that we have mm-hmm. with these creatures. It's a very and and I like to look at the um, I guess the word is the anthropology behind it. Mm-hmm. 
is that the that may not be the right word, but anthropology sounds right to me. Sounds right. Well, what are what are you looking at? Just like the man dog. The the the, the, the connection between man and the dog. It's yeah, it's I, it's real interesting because even with horses, men have yeah. had this thing with horses too. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so there's there's a bond there's, sure. a there's a bond, and then you look at the way horses interact with dogs. She's talking mm-hmm. about field trials and how though you know they they interact with each other. And those mm-hmm. like old traditional Southern field trials, you got the pointer out there and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And so there's this this crazy triangle, and you know I think of things in threes as far as the universe and all kinds of stuff. I can go all deep into that. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs and horses, right? Them. Yeah, yeah, right. But there's mm-hmm. this weird triangle that's happened between all three beings, and mm-hmm. you know that's not a coincidence. No, I don't think so at all. I really, I would agree with you on that. For sure, yeah. there's something in the bond it's so, that's healing all all of it. Yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know that's what I'm interested in. So you actually just really answered, you know, my thought, you know, my question and thoughts about you know dogs and healing. Like that just went way down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'll, I will go down the rabbit. Okay, hole. <laughs> cool. Like, I, look, I'm an artist. I, I'm a painter. I do a lot of Stuff like that, um, uh-huh. and so yeah. I, I, man, I will go down that road. Yeah, <laughs> so, so stop I. me. Don't worry about it. I hear you. <laughs> I so hear you. I mean, okay, cool. Um, yeah. All right, so I guess um, you know your dad was Robert Milner, and I, and if you could, I kind of want to talk about him and his history, but also you know just to you know be honorable about that, but also. Um, you know, what did he teach you as far as dog training? Like, how did, what, what are some of yeah. the major points about that? Dad is an incredibly patient man. Um, patience was, and when you watch him with a dog, he has an insane amount of patience. Um, so that's the number one thing that I learned from working with him. Patience and also, <laughs> I will never, ever get his voice out of my head telling me to talk less when I'm training. Like, yep. you're talking too much. You're that's, talking too much, That's right? my problem now. Yeah, it's everybody's problem. Um, so, being patient and being quiet when you're working with an animal. Um, and also, just my father taught me to question everything. Um, which has served me well in life. <laughs> uh, you know, just because somebody's doing something one way, does that mean we all have to do it that way? Could you do it a different way? Is there a better way to do this? What about this? So that train of thought has stayed with me um, more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are the main three things. Okay. Question everything. Yeah, patience, be quiet, and question everything. <laughs> okay, yo, that's, I need to live by that my, my, myself. Mm-hmm. I, seriously, mm-hmm. um, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. that was very powerful. Mm-hmm. That was very powerful. Um, I, I understand question everything. Now, um, so when you do that, how does that, how does that play into your training? Like, I guess, have, have you seen any recent examples of you having to maybe remember, remind yourself of that? Of question everything? Yes. Um, 
Or are your dogs just that amazing because you were oh, no. leaving Milner? Yeah, no, not even. Uh, <laughs> no, they're still dogs, and I'm still human. Uh, we do not strive for perfection. Um, I think... So, I've been experimenting with a lot of different training methods. Um, you know, because dad's, dad's switched over to positive reinforcement and a lot of clicker training. So, I experiment with, like, using clicker training for some things and, and uh, not using it. And then also, a lot of horse training methods. Like, I've started trying experimenting with using those with dogs and yeah. seeing how that goes. Didn't Delmar, um, uh, Delmar Smith use that? I love He's like one of my favorite people in the world. He's yeah. such an amazing soul. Yeah. I wish I could meet him, but Lord, like I, I use his Wonder Lead, and that's best damn thing I could have probably ever bought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really cool tool. It really is. Um, I love Delmar. I love his approach to training, and Delmar's approach, like he was a big inspiration for my dad, uh, and has been for years. Yeah. Um, just his approach of just even Delmar's such a character. Have you read his book? I, um, I haven't. I want to. I need. Oh my gosh, to. you got to read it. It's great. Uh, okay. Uh, Bill Tarrant, I think, wrote it, but it's it's Delmar's approach to training. But he's just such a character, and there's so many Delmar isms in there. You definitely got to read the book. Okay, I'm writing it down now to read it. Yeah. Sounds um, good. But so anyway, in training, I'm I'm experimenting with different different ways of doing the same thing um, with different dogs. Obviously, you can create a lot of confusion for a dog if you try one technique one way and another technique. Right. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, for my own learning purposes, I'm a big, like, I, I like to learn by doing things. Like, I can learn by watching someone else do it and then also doing it myself. Right. Um, so that's kind of where I am with training right now. Okay. Um, and where, with my dad's influence, too, like, he'll say, try it this way, you could also do it this way or this way, and then I'll just kind of, like, play with it a little bit, or he's like, read this thing or read that thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I'm just trying to, like, broaden my knowledge a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm actually going to take that, and I wanted to, I was thinking about it, and you just confirmed it for me. I was thinking about adding, like, a new segment to this podcast, um, yeah. just kind of like a reading section, like, you know, just things that I'm reading, because I'm always reading something, so I kind of wanted to do, mm-hmm. like, reviews and, and things like that, so, um, and I'm looking myself for just new approaches to training my dog and to clean yeah. up certain things. Do you think that Del Mar's approach to training book would be a good place to start in addition to your father's book that was actually on my list as well. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. You know, Delmar's book, Some everybody's going to have an opinion, right? Some people will read it and say a lot of this is outdated. Some of it may seem outdated, but there's a lot of stuff in it that um, is valuable. And, like, one thing that I, I would love to see preserved more by the younger hunters and all these people that are getting involved in media and things like that is they could preserve the history a little bit more. Um, and you know, there's some great books over the years that have come out that if you ask the older generation, they'll say, Oh, I read this book and I read this book, um, that are still important parts of the history, even though some of the information in there sure might be outdated, there's still stuff in there that is valid and relatable, but it's also just important to preserve the history. Yeah, for um, sure, seriously. 
you know, like a lot of other people will say they love Water Dog, and I'm blanking on the guy's name right now, but um, mm-hmm. is it Walters? I can't remember. Um, but that's a good one. Blue book. With a black and white cover on the photo. I'm or cover, photo on the cover. Right. Blue book. Um, black and white photo. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just a matter of, it, just from a historical sense of, like, looking at the progression of, of um, dog training and okay. and the different, and the culture. And the, I don't know. No, no, seriously. But, like, I'm, I'm big on history. And, I again, this is a learning experience for me. So, yeah. you know, feed well, I, it to yeah, me, and I seriously. Think it would be, you know, I think it would be helpful in your learning process, like, to go back and look at some of those books. Um, okay, absolutely. As far as the British trainers, um, there's a Graham Cox was the a really, he just passed away a few months ago, sadly. Um, but he oh, wow. was sort of like uh, he has a a book called um, Hold on, no, <laughs> please take it, take look, take your time. Oh, it's called it's called The Guns Dog. That's what it's called. The and it's a very dog. short book, but it's meant to be like the little pocket guide. Yeah. And he basically, what I really like about his book is um, it gives you a vision of mm. what you want your dog to look like. And he doesn't get so lost in the details. Like so many times we get lost in the details and we argue about use this strategy or this technique with your dog. And we need to take a step back and look at the dog and think, okay, where where am I going with this dog? What do I want it to look like in the future? What's my ultimate goal? Right. Um, you know, people say start with the with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and that's why I like Graham's book. Um, so let me let me ask you this real quick because I'm when I tell you I'm I'm going to go and read these books as 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 soon as possible. Um, yes. does it make a difference for like my lab is an American Labrador. I don't know if anybody adheres to those terms, but is considered an American Labrador as opposed to British. Does, do these techniques work across the board? Well, yeah, I mean, they potentially can. Um, It depends on, you know, what happens is you might have a more autonomous dog. So a dog who likes to do things more on his own. Yeah. um, Who's not so, soft is a word they use to describe and um yeah you can still use some of the techniques it's just a matter of um maybe tailoring it yeah okay <laughs> yeah. yeah no 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 I, I i heard what you were trying to say yeah yeah okay. uh, but the vision's still the same the goal is still the same um you know robin watson do you know who that is i do Have you not seen him on Okay, so Robin Watson's another British trainer who's actually over in the States now. Robin is No, didn't I think he got interviewed on Gun Dog Notebook too. Yeah, I, he did. Okay, yeah, okay. Did. That was so early, Robin early, early. Yep. He's lovely, he's hilarious, he's a great person. Um we've known him for a long time. Man, I need and, to be y'all's friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Robin. Um wait, what was it? where was I going with this? British oh, trainer. Wait, yeah, so he's a British trainer. Um and, oh, he has a, he got an English pointer, right? Mm-hmm. He was, he, Pinocchio. And I think he got Pinocchio when he was like a year, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And Robin's using his, his training techniques. So Robin's trained 
several field trial who actually won the national in, in England. Robin's a great trainer wow. and he's using the exact same techniques on his English pointer. The dog will do a water retrieve. Wow. Yeah. Are so you serious? Totally, yeah. Yeah. He has a video of it in his Facebook group. Um, Tibia gun dogs. You should, you should Facebook check it out. Um, Tibia gun dogs. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing it down now. Yeah. Okay. So, the methods definitely can be translated over, and and you know, if you look at my dad's book, same thing. Um, if as you get into the more advanced gun dog drills in the book, mm-hmm. um, it's about teaching your dog to work with you on the same team as you, instead of like forcing them into working with you. If that makes sense. Yep. So they're set up so that the dog learns that if they pay attention to you, you know where the birds are. Yep. So if you set up the entire framework with your dog when you're training, listen, if you, dog, listen to me, I know where the birds are. Right. If you work with me, we win together. If you work against me, you never win. You never get a bird. Right. Okay. So if you keep that framework in your entire training process, you will succeed, regardless of what the dog is. Okay. Well, um, Mr. Robert Milner is about to make some more money off of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's about to happen because I need not when I tell you I needed another training book. Um, I want something. And this is, I hope this doesn't come off as any kind of shade. Um, no, I don't take things personally. So go uh, ahead. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> definitely not against y'all. I'm going to, buy, you know, get you guys this book um, ASAP, like my next payday, mm-hmm. seriously. But um, I, w- I started Ruger on Wild Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I love the program to death. I got nothing. But for some odd reason, I just don't quite feel like that's my dog. Okay. And what do you I, mean? Like, how so? I like the Wild Rose techniques, but sometimes, and that's why I asked you, Do the does the training work across the board from, you know, British to American labs? Because my dog is a knucklehead. Like, he is a yeah. serious knucklehead. And I, he is talented as all get out, does what I need him to do. We have a great relationship, everything like that. But I want something, I, 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 Sometimes I feel like I need to add a, a add a little bit of pressure to them. Yeah. And I, you know, just the, uh, just enough to get the point across. Yeah. And yeah. Um, sometimes I, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm willing to be wrong in this instance, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel like maybe Wild Rose isn't encouraging enough pressure. It depends on the dog. Okay. You need boundaries with your dog, just like you need boundaries in any relationship. Right. And some dogs need a stronger suggestion of a boundary than other dogs. Okay, that's fair. Heck yeah. 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 Okay. So I didn't. I didn't. I. I don't feel like I started wrong with to, wrong. how you choose to set that boundary. It's your dog. You get to choose how to set it. Okay. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Because. You know, like my dog, he's great, super house, you know, great around the house and everything like that. But when it's time to hunt, 
there there's a relationship there's a there's a like all right let's do this thing together and and i spent a lot of time with him early on to establish that but at the same time he's going through puppy teenager phase yes you know and 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 i need you to understand like dude i ain't against you yeah you know i'm i'm here to work with you is happening this is just me guessing if i'm totally off base and let me know but is it when there's a bird in the scenario he's like i'm on my own i'm not listening to you no he listens he we work together as a team it's just you know bringing it back is kind of like i'm his thing is like i'm gonna bring it back to you you know i'm gonna do it but let me just have my fun with it real quick instead of just bringing it right back to me so what does he do does he do a circle around you? Does no. he take his time? He'll just take it. He'll he'll get about five feet out from me and then just kind of just be like, ah, I'm going to chill for a second. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you tried turning around and walking away from him? No, I have not. Okay. Try that first. First thing. Let's start easy. Mm-hmm. Try turning around and walking away from him. Just ignore him because he's trying to play a game with you, right? Right. So turn around and walk away from him. Um, he most likely will follow you and bring the bird right up to you. Don't say anything. Don't call him. Don't talk to him. Just literally turn around and walk away. Okay. Um, that should fix it. Generally, that's enough. Yeah. How's your recall? Um, his, my recall is fine. Like if I say come, he is here. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes, a lot of times, recalls directly connected to them, like delivering to hand. Yeah. So if you have a recall problem, you'll have a deliver to hand problem. But it doesn't sound like it's that. It's him testing. He you, just he like. just saying he's like trying to play a game with you. Yeah, because like and, I said, I I'm I would not get on this podcast and sit here and say that my dog is awesome and he's not. I'm not a liar. My dog is pretty damn talented. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> He's pretty damn talented. Like I'm, I'm very impressed with what I've seen. But it's, it's just that little thing. Like we work great in the field, mm-hmm. you know, and and we have this unspoken communication of, uh, dude, why the hell did you miss that bird? Mm-hmm. And it's mutual because sometimes he'll miss him, and then when I miss a shot, he's kind of like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, you yeah, know, um, yeah. and but when it's. <laughs> You know, every it's like ninety percent of the time he'll bring that bird back to my hand, but it's that like ten percent, maybe even down to five percent. He's kind of like, no, f you a little bit. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so try the turn around walk away thing. Okay. Um, does he ever do it? Is it only with birds? Does he do it any other time? Uh, yeah, during practice sometimes. Okay, so then if he's on what bumpers. I would, yeah. Okay. So then I would. What I would do is go back to bumpers mm-hmm. and make sure that he's just not doing it at all with bumpers. Okay. Make sure he's a hundred percent, like no hesitation coming back to you. So just literally do the walk away thing as much as you need to until he stops. Usually like three times of doing it, three sessions of doing it, he'll stop. Yeah. And then depending on how stubborn your dog is. Um, and oh, then, you don't know. I know. So maybe a little <laughs> bit longer. And then go back to birds after you feel like it's not a problem with bumpers anymore. Okay, cool. That'll make your life easier. All right. Well, it's just it's just that one little thing. And as far as hunt tests, like that's like if I had to like knock him, it was because mm-hmm. of that. Like, yeah, everything else, like he's going through puppy puberty. So any girl that gets around, he's kind of like, oh, my God, I think I love you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. that's not something that necessarily bothered me because I'm I, I'm like, dude, I, I've been your age before I get it. 
But at the same time, you know, during a hunt test, you know, come on, man. Like we've been doing this and we've been doing this right for this long. Like, let's let's act like we know. Let's act like we've been here before, as my people Mm -hmm. used to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, you know, it's just it's the dog telling you where his points of growth are more than anything. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yo, yeah. like I really appreciate that. Sure. It's been my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um I, I don't want to take too much of your time. I got a little bit more, but you know, if you're yeah, okay yeah, with fine. it. All I got right. a little bit longer. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um all right, so just as far as like uh Hold on, I I got a list of notes. Jesus, you gave me a lot of information. Oh, Duck Hill Kennels. <laughs> I wanted you to yeah. the last thing I wanted you to um kind of talk about Duck Hill Kennels. Like, what's that about? Yeah. So that's my dad's kennel. Um, my brother is now managing it as of like a month ago. Okay. Um, and they let's see. So my dad, we've been breeding British Labs for a very long time. Um, and. My dad, I mean, I'm going to, like, obviously I'm biased, but really, though, my dad's an incredibly talented breeder. He breeds really good dogs. Good. Um, so I know where to get my next dog. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I highly <laughs> recommend that. Um, okay. And, and that's just, you know, and that's not just me, like, saying that. I, I take my dogs places and people are like, oh, my God, I've never seen a dog like that. I've never seen one so calm. I've never seen one that just, like you barely even notice it's there because it's so calm. Um, and, and that's my dad's breeding, you know? So that's what, uh, and then my dad also is just a really smart guy and a really smart trainer. And, um, he got into positive reinforcement training in like the early two thousands and he's trained, you know, search and rescue dogs, bomb detection dogs, drug dogs, you name it. He's, he's trained it. Um, so he, he, looks at things from a lot of different disciplines and has brought that to gun dog training. Um, and he, so that, you know, he first developed the positive reinforcement training model for search and rescue. And then he started doing it for bomb detection. And then he was like, wait, no one's doing it for the gun dog world. Why don't I go back and, you know, create that, and write it up for the gun dog world. And so he's been doing that. Um, and he's still, you know, devils in bomb dog training. We're still doing that too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, what else would you like to know? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> that was enough. That definitely was. Um, and I'm looking at y'all's website now and Lord, y'all have some really, really, really pretty dogs. Thank you. Yeah. Um, wow. These so we are- get, we, uh, all of our bloodlines um, are British, and we let's see, we've gotten a few from um, the Duke of Buccleuch, who his one of his labs won the national trial this past December in England. So that was pretty wow. exciting. Um, so they're they're really good bloodlines, and um, just natural hunt drives, natural hunters. They want to work with you. Um, just smart smart dogs wow so, okay yeah well um i need to make sure that i can uh find y'all's next litter of puppies <laughs> in, in 2019 yep there you go you got me in 2019 okay um 
Wow. Okay. I'll well, even I'll even help you pick out pick out a dog. Really? I have a knack for it. Yes. All right. So, well, um, yeah. text me seriously. Um, can you yeah. text me some breeding cost information? Um, yeah, I'll text you everything. All uh-huh. of that stuff, because I I'm after um you know we get done with some things this year and Ashley and I are actually getting married this year. Um, That's exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. She uh she said that we can do another pup, so I want to make sure it's the Yay! right one. I feel like I did right on the first one, so mm-hmm. um I want a boy because I'm not in a position to breed, so I got to find a good yeah. male. I hear that. Yeah. Well, we can definitely help you find a good dog for sure. Okay. Well, yeah. you're now, like I said, you're now officially my best friend. You can't back out, and. Um, <laughs> expect me to text you all kinds of crazy like hey uh what are you doing and what about this and what about that so okay you are my new best friend and it's really an honor and a pleasure and i um i'm i'm gonna go you answered my question about uh which book i wanted to get next as far as training so i'm going to commit to getting robert milner's book Awesome. Why um, don't I just send you a copy? Text me your address. I'll just send you a copy. I have one sitting in front of me right now. Oh, shoot. I can, I can s- put it in the mail tomorrow. Don't worry about it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll even get my dad to sign it for you. Really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah. We're definitely friends that. now. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in the mail. Yo, that much, much appreciated. Thank you. You are welcome. I'm just, you know what, I... I love your enthusiasm and yeah. the fact that you're a first-generation hunter and you're so gung-ho. It's great. I love seeing this. Well, thank um, you. I, I appreciate it. And you are literally an awesome spirit. Thank um, you. I mean, with an extra, extra, extra exclamation mark behind that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. I do. Yo, I, and I'm, I'm going to pay you a uh, visit in tennis in, up in yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. So, Definitely. And, and hope, look, I, uh, I, hopefully I'll have this guy who's currently, uh, wrestling around with me right now. Hopefully I'll have him in, in decent enough shape. Oh, well, don't, no pressure. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm a competitor now. No, I'm going to come up there with a solid dog now. <laughs> no pressure. No. Don't, don't give me that no pressure. No, I'm going to read your daddy's book and I'm going to come up there to talk a whole bunch of trash if it don't work. How about that? All right, then we might be kindred spirits then. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> well, oh Lily, it is. it has been a pleasure and honor. I mean, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Well, you are welcome. I've enjoyed speaking with you. This has been fun. It's All been a lot right. of fun. Well, so. seriously. And um, I'll send you that address real shortly. Yeah, do it. All right, now, um, go ahead and do your thing, and I will catch up with you, um, like I said, shortly. Okay, sounds good. All right. Guys, really? Did you hear that? That right there was Lily Milner, man. That was that wasn't nothing but the grace of God, you know, blessing me with an opportunity like that, and I appreciate that, there. Uh, yeah, so I owe her a visit now to Tennessee, and I'm gonna say on the podcast that that will happen. That absolutely will happen, and um, 
we've also figured out where we're going to get our uh, next puppy from. So in 2019, look for the next pup coming from uh, the Milner Kennel, Duck Hill Kennels, and so on and so forth. That I'm going to keep my word to, and I'm going to make sure I don't change my mind. And I don't want nobody else to let me change my mind as well. But that was that was that was the energy behind that podcast that was too good to not solidify my decision in that area um i really believe in what they're doing i really 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 love lily's spirit and like i said that's my friend that's that's a friend now so you know guys it's information like that that needs to be recorded it's information like that that needs to be documented and as she said you know we got to remember the histories behind what we're doing man and i'll take histories over some some kind of new age techniques and blah 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 like no i want to get to know the dogs i want to read delmar smith's uh book i want to read uh robert milliner's book and i just want to learn this thing man you got to learn what it is that you're doing. And all of this has just been, <laughs> this has been phenomenal, man. This whole experience has been awesome. You can't get none better than this. I've, yeah, I don't think I've ever experienced anything in my life so dynamic, you know, in terms of my recreational uh, things that I do and all of that. You don't get this everywhere. You don't. So, Lily, I, I'm going to tell you personally, girl, like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, and everybody else that's here with me, uh, listening to this podcast through and through all the way from, from you know, 0.0 all the way to whenever I stop talking and running my mouth, man. Thank you all for here. I'm grateful for that. I want to thank God for that. And I, I'm just really grateful for the opportunities that have come, come about. And, man, and I want to thank God for the fire that I got for this, too, man. You know, I want to pray over this podcast. I want to bless this podcast. I want to say, like, you know, I'm here for this. And this is my life now. Like I said, man, I jump head first and toes first into the water. I'm 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 game for this this gun dog thing. So I hope y'all are feeling this as much as I am, man. And we're gonna keep sending you guys positive energy, positive dogs, positive guns, positive everything. If it ain't got nothing to do with positive we don't want it on here and i also want to go ahead and start like a, a reader's section review pretty soon as soon as i get that book in the mail all right so guys this was the gun dog notebook episode 17 man we here we are here guys Y'all are y'all are with me on my journey. And I appreciate y'all for being there with me. So, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what program you go through, what dog you got, what breed do you, you know, are are y'all a team? That's what I'm learning. Are y'all a team? Are y'all figuring this thing out together? That's the best part about this gun dog thing, man. Figuring it out with my dog. He's sitting here laying on my side right now, but we out here figuring it out. All right, man. This is this is absolutely the gun dog notebook episode 17. Remember that. 
episode 17, all right? You guys know I have a drive up to Tennessee to go see Lily Milner. Y'all know it, and I want you to hold me accountable for it. If you don't hear podcasts after that, it's a problem. All right. Um, I just want to conclude with, again, I'm proud of my dog. I love where we're at. Both of us are learning. We're learning. We're growing. He was 16 months years old, man. And uh, it's the best damn thing I've experienced in a long time, aside from my own uh, engagement and soon-to-be marriage. This here is what you want. This is here. This here is what people live for every day. All right. I want to read you guys one last quote. All right. One last quote from uh, some folks I follow or a guy I follow on Instagram uh, by the name of Field Dog Imagery. Okay. I'm going to end with this. And I quote. May I tell you a wonderful truth about your dog? You have been given stewardship of what you, in your faith, might call a holy soul. Now that was by Dean Kuntz. All right, now it was posted on uh, Field Dog Imagery's uh, Instagram page, but I really appreciate that quote, guys. Think about the stewardship that y'all have been given through your dog, you know, with your dog, over your dog. Think about your faith if you got one. All right. Just sit sit there and think about that till the next episode. Next episode, we got Tyler Webster coming on. All right. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. This is the Gundog, episode, uh, the Gundog Notebook, episode 17. We're going to catch y'all a little bit later on. Two. Adios.